three, two, one. My name is Mike Cisneros, and you are listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. Brewcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome, as you heard. This is Cincy Brewcast. It's the voice of Cincy Craft. It's a craft beer podcast. We talk about beer, we drink beer, and um, that's, I mean, that's kind of it. We we talk about beer and drink beer. (laughs) It's uh, it's a craft beer podcast. You know how this works. Uh, This is a... This is a special show, so we don't typically do like a, an anniversary show or a birthday show or um, anything like that, uh, typically. Uh, this kind of has become that for Cincy Brewcast. This is um, Big Sis. This is the seventh Big Sis that we've done. Um, and I, I mean, I guess it requires a little bit of a story, especially since we're standing in front of a room filled with people that uh, may or may not have any idea what we're talking about when we talk about Big Sis. Um, I started this show with another guy. Well, first, I, sh- I should introduce you, Marco. Hi, say hi to people. This is Marco. Hi, everybody. I'm Marco. If you are listening to this on your podcast feed uh, because you are a fan of Cincy Brewcast, you probably know Marco's voice. Uh, one of the uh, halves of Truth Beer Pod Sequences. Um, one of the greatest co-hosts in Podcastlandia. <laughs> you are now my greatest co-host in Podcastlandia. Thank you. Um, Truth Beer Pod Sequences is a show that just talks about other beer podcasts. Which uh, is hilarious for a lot of reasons, but uh, when we started Cincy Brewcast, um, Mike, I, I ran into Mike at a, at a bar at Mount Carmel. We were sitting at the bar, and I was uh, checking out, and uh, we started talking. And he, I told him about the the gnarly gnome, this this blog that I do, and he said that's kind of fun. He's like, I've I've got this idea for this thing that I've been playing around with in my head, this uh, this podcast. Um, would you like to be a part of it? And I, I said, of course, that sounds awesome. He's like, great. How do we make a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and it's gotten to the point now, not only do we know how to make a podcast, not only is it incredibly easy to make a podcast, uh, there are now podcasts that talk about other beer podcasts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, uh, this, this is uh thank you, Gnome. And it only, a. Uh, couple of minutes ago did you ask if if i uh wanted to come up and and co-host with you and thank you for that uh i have listened to since brewcast uh for a very long time back when mike was uh with uh since brewcast and you know this for many years i've wanted to get out to this event and i i hadn't been able to but this year i said i, I really want to and now with being full-time in the craft beer business which you know, in in some way, shape, or form, this podcast has has played a part in that role. Now I'm here, and I'm here sitting next to you, and I can't tell you how it, just extremely uh, excited I am, uh, and also uh, grateful to you know spend this time with with friends and and commemorate you know this uh, this event and and this you know wonderful person. 
Well, you know, again, we, we should probably kind of go back in time a little bit and, and lay out kind of the story of, of how this all happened and how, um, I guess, what, what Big Sis is all about. Uh, we started the podcast in 2000, was it 2016, 15, 15, 6, something like that. Uh, can you do the math quickly in your head? Sixteen where's, would be. Where's Julia to do the math for me? Sixteen would be seven years, right? Um, yes, we are approaching eight years in March. Eight will be. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to find my notes to pull up while I'm sitting here talking, which is always complicated. So if, if this podcast started in March, I started in the craft beer business in October, uh, and so. So, yeah, that makes sense to me because I've been in, in the craft beer business for seven years. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> think about think about how different the world was, but especially looking at beer specifically. So And to, how different my weight was as well. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> we don't have to. Uh, uh, to. To paint a picture, one of the first interviews that, uh, uh, that, that we did for the podcast that Mike did specifically um, he took a handheld recorder and he came down here to Braxton. Uh, the front was all taped up because they were still um, uh, surprising the world with what they were going to unleash upon it. Uh, he came down here and uh, Richard and Evan hung out with him literally on the brew deck while they were brewing one of those first batches of beer. Uh, I, don't know, I wish I knew which one it was. That was I want to say Sparky, but I could be completely making that up. Um, and recorded an interview on, on the brew deck before Braxton was open. So that's one of the big reasons on why Big Sis at Braxton um, is so important to us as a show because we've grown up with this brewery. Now, they grew a little differently than we did as a, a lowly little craft beer podcast. But, <laughs> um, you know, from, from day one, we've, we've, this has been a special place for us. Um, the very first uh, Big Sis after Mike passed away was here in this tap room. Um, the tap room looked a little different. Uh, Braxton was a little bit smaller. Um, the world has changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot's changed. So season one, uh, if we can go back in time just a little bit, we started season one, like I said, 2000, whatever we just decided, whatever uh, your amazing math uh, determined. Um, and we had no idea what we were doing. We knew that we wanted to sit and we wanted to talk about craft beer. We wanted to share um, what was happening in Cincinnati craft beer with the world. So we just spent an entire season trying to figure that out and trying to figure out what a podcast was supposed to sound like about craft beer. We knew we didn't want to just sit around and, and, and get uh, uh, shift beard. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> I wish they were here. Uh, but uh, you know, in every episode, we wanted to to help tell the stories of some of the people and some of the places that made Cincinnati's craft beer scene what it was or what it is. Um, so we uh, that was season one or volume one, as we call it. Mike Mike always said that he wanted it to be like a comic book volumes instead of seasons. So that's that's why it's volumes for anybody who wants some trivia. Um, uh, volume two, when we started that. Uh, we were starting to kind of get our legs under us, figure out what this show, what we wanted to sound like. We figuring out that we could do live recording at places, um, not to the scale with speakers and all that. Although actually I think it was still at that time, uh, we could record these live podcasts, get people from the brewery to be on the show at the brewery. Um, and then halfway through that season was when, uh, uh we lost Mike. He passed away. 
And uh, I, I knew that the show had to continue, uh, but I had no idea how to run a podcast by myself. So um, the second half of Volume 2 and a good chunk of Volume 3 was just me in this personal chaos of trying to figure out how to manage work life, uh, blog life, and podcast life now, and, and, and actually host a podcast, which I... I, I never did before that Mike was the host. Um, also, in Volume 3, I had my first kid, which my wife just walked in, which makes me wonder where my kids are. <laughs> they're fine. She's, they're, I'm sure they're fine. You didn't leave them in the car, right? No, they're, you have okay. a, I'm sure you have a Planet Fitness membership. She just dropped them off. <laughs> Ikea. Can't, don't they have oh, a little... Oh, Ikea, <laughs> yes. Ikea. That, that works. Uh, so we had our first kid uh, in, in Volume 3 also, which introduced this other level of chaos into trying to manage this podcast life, this blog life, this work life, all of this stuff. Um, uh, volume four. So we're now, you know, three years into the show. Uh, we, I, I say we, I, I finally start to figure out how to uh, manage a weekly podcast uh, and still stay married and uh, still have a job and those kind of things. Uh, finally start to figure this thing out. Uh, volume five rolls in. I decide, you know what? I I miss having uh, Mike sitting at a table and talking with him. I miss having Tina. Tina's sitting back there somewhere. Yeah, uh, Tina. She was she was also one of the original hosts of the show. Uh, I miss having these people to sit and talk beer with. It makes it really easy when last minute somebody cancels on you. Uh, if anybody is listening to this and they've ever canceled last minute when I'm recording a podcast, you made my life hell that week. <laughs> It's really hard to, by yourself, try to then make a new show. Uh, so co-hosts were always really nice. Uh, so I decided I'm going to bring a co-host in. I'm going to try to find a co-host. So I would bring people in a little bit here and there to uh, do guest co-hosting spots. And then uh, Andy Foltz. Uh, Andy Foltz, who is now at Casual Pine Cup Casual in Hamilton. Pine. Yeah. Uh, he, he sat in for, uh, I don't remember how many episodes, as the co-host uh, while he was kind of in between jobs. Then he got another job and he's like see you later man i can't do this <laughs> so he was, was he left was, alone again <laughs> those shows were fun they, it was they a were lot good. of fun a lot of fun so that was uh that was volume five was the uh, the co-hosting years uh volume six rolls around and here's where things start to get really really interesting covid you guys, I don't know if you heard about this thing, this pandemic that happened or is happening. I guess didn't Biden say it's over? <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it's over. I don't know. Uh, COVID happens. And I don't we had or I had figured out this this rhythm and this routine to, to do things like this, where I go and I sit next to somebody like this and we talk about beer and we, we drink beer together and record this podcast and microphones that somebody used last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't do that in the middle of a pandemic. So I've, now I'm trying to build a studio in my house and do Zoom episodes. And it just, again, just on my heels again, trying to figure out how to make this show. Uh, uh, volume 7 rolls around. Uh, still in the middle of this pandemic. Then we decide, I say we very loosely, we have another kid who is uh, way more terrorist than the first one. Well, of course it's a we in the sense of it's more than just you. It's a partnership having a kid is it 
<laughs> You're going to have to draw me a couple diagrams here later to show me how this all worked. Well, it takes two at least in the beginning. <laughs> so uh, Volume 7 was more chaos because of pandemic and then also throwing another kid into it. Uh, volume 8, which is the season that we're in now, uh, I decided for some god unknown reason that I was going to quit my job, go full-time gnome, and uh, I... Well, you cheer, but more chaos. <laughs> I thought it was going to make things easy, and it just made everything that much harder. And so I'm. This year is now hopefully marking the first year where this is going to all be normal and just work the way it's supposed to work. But it all started with Mike. This uh, this show was was his idea, and he laid out the groundwork of of what this idea could become. Um, if anybody follows the stuff that I that I currently do I have a couple podcasts I have one that's called Drinking with a Gnome where I, I drink booze and cocktails and wine and actually I don't think I've ever had wine yeah I, I, I did Fruit Blood we had wine yeah, on the show Fruit Blood uh, wine we go to bars all kinds of fun stuff and uh, that also started with Mike I there was one night where we wrapped up recording an episode of Cincy Brewcast uh, we were at his house we had a little studio up, upstairs in his house and uh, we were sitting and we were drinking, and so Mike, this is this is I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying this podcast stuff. And I'm like, would you be offended if I started a, another podcast and talked about other stuff? And he's like, well, no. Can I be on it? <laughs> like, well, well, yeah, but like, I just I love this idea of uh, of of talking about beer. There's this whole other thing that's starting to really take shape in Cincinnati with. Uh, um, other types of drinks, and I, I really want to talk about that too. And that was drinking with the gnome. So it, I mean, it started with Mike. It all started with Mike. Yeah, and, and yet here we are. <laughs> yeah, and and as you touched on, I mean, I, I'm a co-host on a podcast that talks about podcasts, and that can only happen because there's so many podcasts that spawn from the the interest that they had in the podcast that you and Mike started and created. So the fact that Truth Beer and Podsequences is able to talk about so many podcasts is because of that. Sure. I mean, I you you don't like when I say, well, we wouldn't have a podcast if you and Mike wouldn't have started one. So I won't. But you can what say I, it about Mike. But what I will say is that so many other people got inspired to do this in uh, specifically around uh, this industry and this culture uh, of craft beer because of what you and Mike had started. No, what Mike started. Mike started. Mike started. Uh, before we kind of get into kind of the, the real meat of the show and start doing some, some fun discussions, um, we are now, this is episode 332 of Sensi Brewcast. Hell yeah. I pulled some stats. We have had... 323 different guests. Now, so some of those guests have been on the show many times, but 323 different people have sat in front of one of these microphones on Sensi Brewcast. Uh, to interrupt you here, you had people from Germany. You had yes. representatives from Meisel yes. in Germany. If you could hear them on this podcast, that was a rough. That was a rough one. But you still did. I mean. I mean, people from the brewery Meisel in Germany on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. I mean, 
there's I, I wish I had a I, I wish I'd pulled the number of how many different breweries have had somebody on the show because that would be an interesting number too. Sure. So we've we've done a couple outside of Cincinnati just for, um, you know, just for fun. But uh, how many different beers do you think we've drank? Different beers we've drank on Sensi Brewcast. Oh my god, uh, three hundred and how many episodes? Three hundred and thirty-two as of today. Three thirty-two. I'm gonna go. It's less than you think because we drank a lot multiple times. Like this multiple is not times. the first time we've drank Big Sis. Yeah, so uh, three thirty-two. I'm gonna go. My notes. Nine hundred. My notes are in front of you. Could have peeked down and seen. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Nine hundred and eight different beers. Oh, I was eight you're, away. You're really close. Uh, which, speaking of beer, we should talk about beer because let's do it. Uh, as we discussed earlier, it's a craft beer podcast. You don't do a craft beer podcast and not drink a beer. Um, you do not. Except, I don't know which. I don't know why it's not working. Mm. Oh man, see, and that's the fun of this is that we are three hundred thirty-two episodes in, and stuff still doesn't work. I got you. From the beer fridge. That's what it says. From the beer (laughs) fridge. It's because I'm doing the wrong track. From the beer fridge. There we go. I'm not used to having uh, six different, um, seven different active channels while I'm making a podcast. Um, Let's talk about Big Sis. Yeah. Uh, This is, uh, this year's batch is a, uh, this is a Bohemian Pilsner, a Czech Pilsner. And um, if you're not familiar with it, it is uh, one of the uh, one of one of one of the lighter styles of beer. But I don't know that that um, that's a good good description of what a Czech Pilsner is because it's packed full of every single aspect of beer, and every single ingredient plays as much of an important role as the ones around it. Uh, it's to me one of the uh, one of the best styles of beer. One of uh, I can't my I would agree. My Oktoberfest might hear me if I say it's the best style of beer, but uh, everything is just as important as everything else around it. And I, there's not a lot of beer styles that I think you can say that in the same way. Um, and this is this is probably one of if not the best example of it that i know of it's delicious and you're right i mean there has to be a very symbiotic relationship between the the water profile the 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 hops the yeast you know the 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 way it turns out from a brewing perspective and creating a recipe uh getting that grist bill just right getting the right amount of hot bitterness it it uh it has to be crisp clean clear refreshing and you have to know that you're tasting something more bitter than water yes and uh, this beer is it well it's it's definitely not a light beer in the way that i think that uh uh, we think of in in this country i mean there there are other things that'll kind of fit that need for you it's definitely a beer like it's it's still full flavored and it's big and um and and has personality but uh it's um, do we still say crushable? Is that still a descriptor that people Let's like to go. use? That's uh, crushable, guys. You Let's can crush go. it. Um, so if you have not tried this beer, please, 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 please try this beer while you're here. A dollar, at least a dollar. I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Uh, they're donating every pint that you buy of this beer, Big Sis. Uh, money is getting donated over here to Brewhouse Dog Bones. Brewhouse Dog Bones, who... Uh, 
was on episode, I think, eight? Episode eight of Cincy Brewcast? Does that sound? That sound? I, don't, I, don't I know love what, Brewhouse I don't know Dog Bones because they're delicious and because uh, my pets love them. And also, have you my, tried them? What do you think? I tried them. They're of all right. Of course, they're delicious. <laughs> and uh, actually, uh, uh, my two oldest children uh, have uh, special needs, and my oldest child. A few years back in the high school program that they were in, got to participate in making Brew House I Dog Bones. I didn't know that. That's fun. So they they hold a special place in my heart. Uh, Brew House Dog Bones, I love them. They've been part of the story of Cincy Brewcast the whole way as, as we've been going. Uh, uh, Lisa has been at almost, has had a, a table set up at almost every single um, uh, big sis event that we've had. Obviously, pandemic throws a wrench into events and things like that. So the last couple of years have not been Got uh, as as call, calling back memories. I, I remember those uh, uh, mini little uh, sponsorship segments. Oh yeah, we do. Oh yeah, uh, I, from no, Brewhouse Dog Bones. Gonna th- I was gonna say I might be able to pull up the commercial, but I don't think I have it loaded in right now. But uh, I, I can I can a, hear it like it was you know. It's just Hi, in my is, head. This is Mike Cisneros, and I want to tell you about Brewhouse Dog Bones. I, I, it's in my head. I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, so that's. I mean, that's that's the big reason that we're here is 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 Mike and this beer and giving back to people that have um, not only helped us as a show, helped the community, helped uh, helped helped breweries find a way to give back in a fun, unique way. Um, they've been. I mean. I, they they were one of the first kind of uh, charities that popped up around town that integrated with the beer community in that way. It's uh, they hold a very special place in in our heart as a show and and as people and um, all of that stuff. Love them, absolutely love them. So every dollar you put over here towards a raffle basket is going to them. Um, every pint of big sis you buy is going to them. Any money you want to just. Uh, throw on the table over here goes to them any it's that's the point of, of tonight. <laughs> you can do that right <laughs> let's uh, uh let's shift gears let's uh let's jump into i said shift gears too. oh okay i, I you thought you gonna, said shift uh, beers i thought <laughs> we we're gonna start uh burping and uh chugging uh natter day there is a there is another local craft beer podcast here in town that uh um talks about craft beer very heavily sort of uh it's called shift beers um and i don't think any of them are here so we can poke fun at them a little bit they drink a lot yeah some people within the industry they work uh together and at the end of uh one of their shifts every week they get together and have a shift beer together shift beer or seven (laughs) (laughs) yeah gets uh uh, gets kind of fun let me see if i have any sound clips from their show uh oh this is a good one right here let me make sure i actually pull up the right track this time when i get drunk it's 20 piece nug night and tonight's gonna be one of those nights yeah cheers to 20 piece nug cheers Um, hell yeah uh or uh our favorite uh uh, brian who we is we think he exists now yeah Here, here is him telling you to follow them on their social media Follow us on social media. Social. Social. Social, social media. Social. The, the vocabulary, it's hard. Not for me, just for myself. 
<laughs> not not for me. I have I have many buttons of button Brian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's again like it just this idea that there are other craft beer podcasts that we can have some kind of a craft beer podcast community within Cincinnati just uh, it, it it blows me away. It's fun. It and it is fun as a, as part of a uh, duo that recaps them. Uh, I I just I love the fact that we have this much content to talk about Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast and uh, all of us uh, in the Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast community have asked you for help and support and information. Uh, we haven't all followed it. However, uh, we appreciate everything that you have that you have told us, talked to us, you and helped us with. You eventually followed it. That's true. You got there. That's true. It's, it, we should have listened the first time. Uh, how did get? Let me ask you. So, uh, sure. you work within the craft beer community. You mentioned that this is yes you, on on your show. You never talk about where you work. Do you do you talk about it on this show? Uh, I guess I guess I can. Uh, so. Um, I am a taproom manager at uh, Fig Leaf Brewing in Middletown. So Fig Leaf is uh, towards the top end of, of my bubble of what uh, I write about in Cincinnati. They're uh, still a little shy of it. Uh, we have um, New Ales, I guess, is now, as of yesterday, the furthest right. north. Um, Rolling Mill up in Middletown closed this week, which is... R.I.P. Uh, Last day today. Um, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. It was today the, the second end of the month. Yeah, it uh, was. Today's the first, right? Yeah, today is the first. Oh, thanks for reminding me. My car knows due tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, the the furthest north that I that I write about now is is New Wales. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that thought. Well, it, I was still north when I was brewing, though. I was still That's at true. The Valley Vineyard Cellar Dweller, right. just other side of. It was like, like north. East, still, still, yeah. still towards the edge of the bubble, I guess. Yeah, there was nobody really further that way. Yeah. Um, so you just you're a you're a bubble brewer. Yeah, or taproom manager, brewer, well, taproom well, manager. Uh, sure. Yeah. Do you do you poke your head into the brewery a little bit? Hey, what are you guys doing today? What are you doing? I do. <laughs> I do. You yes, me, I do. Need me help? Need me do anything? No, my beer's not long enough, so I don't. <laughs> That's I don't, true. I, do, I let them handle that. <laughs> you are, uh, and I, I mean this in a very, uh, very kind way. You're, you're, you're one of the, uh, uh, the oldest, not old people that I know. You, you get very. You're not very uh, uh, technologically savvy. Um, you, uh, I'm surprised you, you found your way down Thank here you. to Covington to Thank what you. I think you would probably call the West Side. <laughs> no, I know this is Covington. <laughs> Once you get out of your, 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 your little bubble. Um, well, you don't. You don't get out of your little bubble. No, I don't. I how don't. did you find podcasts? Like, how did you figure out how to start listening to podcasts, and how did you find your way into that? Ah, uh, excellent question. So, when I started at uh, Cellar Dweller, uh, one of the brewers there, Austin, shout out to Austin, who is a brewer at Sonder now, uh, who I saw at uh, Sonder's Oktoberfest, by the way. Uh, uh, I was talking with him about some of the crappier podcasts that I listened to. And he's like, do you listen to Cincy Brewcast? And I was like, what? And he told me about your podcast. You and Mike. And so I started listening. Did he have to show you how to no. listen to it? 
No. Well, that's, a, that's a valid question. It's a valid question. Actually, if you know me, that's a valid question. No, he didn't. Uh, and I found the podcast uh, and I started following avidly. And uh, I just, with everything that I was consuming as far as content, I felt like I felt like I had an opinion that at least maybe somebody would be interested in. And so as, as time went along, we got to have more and more podcasts, which I was so into the fact that we had more locally based crappier podcasts. And so that I just, I thought a podcast about all these podcasts would be great. And I found the perfect co-host for it. You did. I, I love that you guys found each other. Uh, it's, it's fun, especially getting to start listening from day one of that show and watch how you guys have kind of, again, figured out that uh, that rhythm and figured each other out and figured how to how to play off each other and you know not to get too far behind the curtain, but the roles of each person within the show. Um, that's the kind of stuff that that as a podcast nerd that I get really into. That it's been fun watching you guys kind of figure that out. I guess. Well, thank you, and I we we. And I don't know if, if you want to go back too far about Cincy Brewcast, uh, especially since we're, you know, here com uh, commemorating uh, Mike. But, you know, Julie and I, uh, as the second half of uh, Truth, Beer, and Consequences, She's not uh, paying attention to you right we, now. We vetted out for uh, several weeks, a couple months, uh, the way we wanted our podcast to sound, uh, the, the different things that we wanted to do or segments or bits or whatever it was and actually only very little of it actually is the way we are now over a year into the podcast however um i think i bet you have some stories about initially the concept of cincy brewcast what you two you and mike were thinking and how that actually you know ended up turning out <laughs> I mean, you can listen to it. That's what's so... Uh, one of the crazy things about our show is that we just didn't know what we were doing. So our first time that we all sat together, I think the, probably the first time that I even met Tina, we were sitting recording. <laughs> we, we, we had... At the, that first episode, we had four uh, co-hosts. We had uh, Mike, obviously, as the host of the show. Um, I was there. Tina was there, and then Chris Camboris, who used to work at uh, Mount Carmel. He was a brewer there. He left to go start his own thing up in Lorraine, Ohio. Um, we we sat around Mike's uh, dining room table, his, his kitchen table, with a handheld recorder just sitting right in the middle, and we just started like that. When the intro to the show today is different than the intro of all of our other shows, you hear you hear Mike. Um, uh, let me look and play it again. Three, two. That's that's how this show started. That was that was it. Like that was the beginning. It was three, two, one, go. Here we are, Cincy Brewcast. Let's figure this thing out. So then, as as the weeks went by, we started to figure out kind of what it was going to be. The uh, original treatment that I was emailed because Mike had a whole email, a whole treatment of what Cincy Brewcast a, a was. Treatment. Oh yes, it was like a it was almost like a sports radio show. Like it was uh, segments that were recorded separately that then we would come together once a week, uh, sit around a table and kind of 
talk for a minute, then go into a segment. Talk for a minute, go into a segment. It was this very uh, different news kind of show. Uh, very quickly, we drifted away from that. And we're like, let's just sit. We, we sit and we talk for two hours as it is. We can't, <laughs> we right. can't also have segments. Uh, then the idea of going to a brewery, talking to that person, we realized that that's, that's an hour in itself of just talking to somebody. That's the show. So when did the – there was a portion of time when you were doing uh, live yes. uh, broadcasts to the interwebs, not, not yes. necessarily to everybody at the yeah. place – but live to the interwebs yeah. was, uh, was that was after Mike. Was that was, that right? it was no, it was when Mike was here. Okay, once once Mike passed away, that's when that stopped because I couldn't do it myself. Gotcha. And we were um, at the time some of the technology hadn't caught up yet. We had we would have like four phones set up on tripods in front of us. Oh my god! That were all streaming to a separate service. So we would have one going to Facebook, one going to Periscope, one going to uh, whatever there was like a meerkat or something. There was one going to <laughs> Google. I, I don't. I don't even remember now. Uh, and at, at every show, at least one of them wouldn't work. <laughs> at some point, something would fail. Sounds right. And so then somebody's jumping up trying to fix that during the show. And um, uh, and so I, when when I kind of took the show over. Uh, I couldn't do it. Like I just, I, there was too much to to try to think about, too much to try to plan. Uh, the internet, no matter what brewery you're in and how great their internet is, it never works good. Um, so we just we, that was that was one of the things that uh, quickly I was like, I, I can't do this right now. That it was, that was wasn't I, until the weekly pint that live started to be a. That thing. was one of the things. Uh, was it Thursdays that you used to do that? If I'm not mistaken, Mondays. It was Mon- Monday nights. Monday nights. That's right. Okay, so. I remember getting notifications on Monday nights and having to, like, I wanted to listen as it was happening. I, I remember that. I, I was uh, with you back then and that avid of a, of a listener that I, I wanted to listen live. Do you want to take a guess? Um, what do you think are craziest, uh, most trafficked live show was? There's, I mean, there's no way you're gonna just guess it. Crazy, but I but I do know off the top of my head what it was, and the the person is is here today, so Craziest I don't know. If, I don't know if he knows this either. Most traffic live. Uh, no, I it, it was when we were at Darkness for one of the first shows. Um, we were um, streaming to, I don't know if it was Periscope or something like that. And, oh, and it's and it's real strange with with some of those live streams that um, it just it catches and then it uh, uh, the the platform decides to send it out to a bunch of people. Grab 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 a thing. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll take another one. Um, yeah. no, I I hate Pilsner. Oh, <laughs> yes, big sis, please. <laughs> um, so we were we were at Darkness. We were recording. And streaming live to Periscope. And I think that that show, we had like 12,000 people or something. 12,000? Yeah. Like it just, it caught. And I remember my wife was there because this was pretty soon after, maybe one of the first shows that I was doing by myself. So I'm trying to set all this live stuff up and um, I can see like while we're, we're broadcasting, I can see how many people are jumping on. 
and I just see this number start going up, and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know how to handle this. I'm like, I, and then I also see that the camera is starting to slide down. And it's cutting our heads off, and I'm trying to tell my wife, like, the camera, like people, there's a lot of people watching us right now. She's just like, too stressful. Whatever, a lot of people, <laughs> gnome. She's just, hey, just what do you mean? Beer. This is fun. We don't have kids yet. This is just fun. You We're your, just hanging out. You and your 20 friends. <laughs> <laughs> What's Periscope, man? Right. <laughs> That's how my wife talks. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no, not a, I've met her a few times. I don't I, think I've ever I, heard I, her say man. I tell you what. We're going to have Eric from Darkness sit down with us here in just a second. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a good time to take a break, Mark. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Let's take a break. Oh, I've never tried this in front of a live room of people. I have. Uh, to talk. It's uh, going to be great. To, to, to talk about what we're about to talk about? Oh, no. I thought you meant taking a break in front of no, a live audience. No, we have to talk about the show's sponsor, man. Oh, yes, so, we do. Cincy Brewcast. Uh, we, we love our sponsors so much. And, and this week's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, I, don't know Hell if you guys, yeah. I don't know if you guys know about manscaped but they make uh equipment to take care of your equipment as as a man i think you can put this together uh you can lawn care it's, 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 yeah lawn care well oh, that's a good way to put it uh they will help you keep everything nice and neat and tidy we it's so so awkward if people are looking at me like man is this guy serious is he really talking about this uh, you can you can get onto their website manscaped.com and you can uh, you can order a set of equipment to take care of your equipment or someone you loves equipment. You can buy it for them as a gift. True. Um, go to manscaped.com. You can get a, a, a nice discount. You can get twenty uh, percent off and free shipping worldwide. So if you have some kind of house and like I don't know, uh, name somewhere fun and tropical where you would need to manscape. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Belize. Uh, Belize, Belize, the sure. beach of Belize. You have your 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 uh, your hut and on the beach, <laughs> you can get it delivered right there, and just use the use the promo code gnome G N O M E on manscaped.com. Twenty percent off worldwide shipping. My God, uh, just talked about. We just did a favor for you, ladies. Talked about. And gentlemen, uh, but it is good stuff. They have the ear and nose hair trimmer that's amazing. Lots of fun deodorants and stuff. Manscaped.com. Yeah, that was fun. That's great. It's <laughs> great. Oh lord, uh, it also didn't take as long as I thought. Or uh, Eric is now having some kind of conversation instead of. I guess we did give him an armload of beers that he was supposed to bring back. We did. We um, did. When was the? Uh, do you know when the first time you went to darkness was? Have you been, you've, have you been to darkness? I have been to darkness. Okay. Uh, so the first time I went to darkness, actually, uh, this leads into a story I think I've told you before. I think I may have told this on my podcast before. So uh, I was at Darkness Brewing. So it, with back in twenty eighteen, what year did they open? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, if he was here, we could answer that a lot better. So I I'm believe, trying not to spill a beer while I search. It's in 2019. Okay, so 2019. Or was it 2020? Anyways, Cellar Dweller, the, the, the brewery I used to uh, brew for, was distributed by the same distributor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
thank you was distributed by the same distributor Adina. as uh, Adina. Shout out to uh, Michael and the whole Adina team. Uh, was distributed by Adina, and so uh, we were distributed, and and I was going to be uh, the cellar dweller rep. So I was at uh, Winter Beer Fest, and so was it Winter Beer? Yeah, it was Winter Beer Fest, and so Michael, in between sessions, said, "Let's go to Darkness." So I got in the car with him, uh, and it was we we ordered a ride. Uh, we got it like a lift or something, and went to Darkness and uh, had beers, had fun. Uh, some of us got food, had a great time. It was an absolutely phenomenal experience. Went back to Beer Fest, and um, I got beer fested. Uh, and then uh, walked to the hotel room because I got a hotel room at the hotel, Cata Corner, uh, to to where we were at. And yeah, it was it was a phenomenal experience. Great tap room, great vibe, uh, great beer, and you had the the food truck outside. You even made the comment that one of the one of the hottest selling items in the food truck at that time was the pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sweet. I, it was it was an awesome experience, and uh, certainly you helped to you helped to facilitate a uh, a really fun time. And you also uh, were very kind and generous. Anytime I ever had a question about brewing, so thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, so, 2016 is that right? When you guys opened? Uh, yeah, July uh, 2016. Um, to, the, to the public. Yeah. You you guys were one of those places that. We were so eager to 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 get down to because you came in and 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 recorded from uh, the studio, which uh, at, at that time was, was, Mike's was, room, was the dining room table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you you were in the middle of a crowdfunding campaign. Yep. And you were trying to tell the story of who darkness is, and you know we like dark beer and this whole thing. And then you bring uh, it was like a uh, some kind of a Rogan beer or something that was. Yep. Not just one of the lightest color beers. It's about that as white as you it's can white. get. white. It was yeah. a white beer, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I yeah. still think is hilarious that you came on the podcast to talk about darkness brewing yep. and brought a white beer. <laughs> that kind of defines us. <laughs> I love it. Well, but yeah, I mean, it isn't, isn't that funny? That, uh, or not funny, but isn't that pretty cool that uh, one of the beers that you're known for is a, 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 a white stout? Right? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that kind of evolved. Yeah, yeah, the uh, good the Mayan sacrifice, sacrifice. happens. Yeah, that was made as just a one of the just the next beer in line. I was having fun with, wanting to play with, and it it obviously took off like gangbusters. And we it's almost we make it all have to make it all the time. It's always on draft. It's a phenomenal beer. You can probably count on on one hand how many weeks a year we don't have it on draft, and that's just because we sold too much. Well, you guys are one of those breweries that. Um, there's there's very different types of breweries these days. We've got places uh, that are very um, uh, tap room. Um, uh, trying to think of a good way to put this. Very tap room very, centric. No, but you I mean you are too. But uh, polished tap rooms, I guess. Which uh, not that you guys aren't polished. Like you 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 I have some polish going on, but you guys are. One of those places that remind me of mm -hmm. when I started drinking craft beer, where you walk in and um, it's still kind of uh, rough around the edges a little bit in a in a good way. Um, mm -hmm. And 
No uh, offense. When, that's, when, what we, that's what we're when, going for. When, when you talk about um, what you guys are, are working on, what kinds of beers you're doing, you're like, man, we just yeah, we thought this would be fun, so we just decided that we would do it. And yeah. like, it's it's a real genuine type of uh, experience. Whereas mm-hmm. some places may kind of pretend that a little bit, even though that it, it, it's not necessarily real. Yep. Well, it's, it's also easy because we're so small. Uh, not just physical space in the building, but brews, brew house size at three barrels. You know, if we're going to make something, we can knock out, what, five, six half barrels. And if it's, I mean, if it's not the biggest seller, we don't make it again. If right. it sells more, we'll up it, upscale, move into production, etc. Slide around this corner into this way oh. just a little bit. I'm just trying to get the feedback to stop. And so oh, I'm it makes so sorry. That's all right. It's, um, it's my fault. I'll figure this out one of these I'm days. microphone illiterate. You know, we can be closer together, too. Ooh. I did shower for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you're I welcome. Did, trust I, me. I did not shower today. <laughs> I we, did. Some mornings, <laughs> so some mornings we have to make a decision which one of us gets to shower and which one of us oh, has wow. to, to herd the uh, terrace. Uh huh. Well, you know. Let me ask you both, um, kind of some some bigger picture questions, just sure. to kind of uh, make shower. some fun conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, that would be a good trivia question. How many how many breweries in the city uh, currently or at one time had a shower prominently in? There? Not many. There's a couple though. Like, there's there's enough that you can make a good trivia question do out you, of it. Do you count a hose? No. Because okay. <laughs> I can hang the hose up from the ceiling and turn it into a Could, shower. If it's permanently like mounted there okay. as a shower, that would count. Um, what about the places that like I mean like all of us have that are OSHA for the. The eye wash station. No, yeah, that's not counting a that. shower. Okay, okay. Have you ever turned one of those on? The eye wash or the shower? Yeah. The shower yeah, part? The, the, yeah. Uh, no, but I would, I've would. i seen it done on video. I, it's, it's always really gross. Like the stuff that comes out well, that first time it's is. It's been sitting there in that pipe probably for three years before that's you have an event where you need to be washed. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. You don't want to be covered in caustic very often. No. <laughs> um, man, I lost my train of thought again. Sorry. Uh, big picture stuff. So, uh, what is it about craft beer, about the community, about the beer itself? What is it that attracted you guys? To it, hmm. That's a that's a hard one to answer. I mean, I know that everybody probably says that, what? but me personally, I, I was. I've ever asked it before. I was in. Uh, I've sort of just been involved with it as a, a job, a hobby. Uh, I mean, there's probably ten thousand million people that are into beer, quote unquote. Yeah. But um, there's I, at least two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, I'm going back in history, like, right. or back in history. I'm not that old, but back in time. Uh, for me personally, being from Colorado, I was exposed to lots of beers that you wouldn't necessarily see here um, at the same time. Uh, most of those beers are here now. But, uh, and then when I moved to Cincinnati, I, I was always seeking out those other beers. They were, it was import heavy at the time. Uh, so a lot of craft beer was few and far between. So uh, anyways, uh, for me, though, the getting into the industry was almost not really by accident, but it was, I dropped out of college and I could make more money as a bartender than I could as really any other job, at least that I liked to do. And uh, so that got me sort of in the industry from that angle, right. if you will. And then, of course, personal interest, hobby, etc., sort of evolved the education knowledge block. Right. Yeah. 
on downhill to where I am today. <laughs> yeah. Or uphill, however you want. Know, it's, yeah. it's going uphill, hopefully. Yeah. I'm defying <laughs> gravity. Yeah. Hopefully you've you've at least hit the bottom already at some point. At least twice. <laughs> but you bounce pretty high. Well, and at the end of the day, it's like even even a a bad day when you're making beer, uh-huh. you, you still make beer. Yeah. Like you still yeah. you still have beer. Yep. The bad parts of my day have nothing to do with the beer. I understand that yep. very, very yep. wholeheartedly. Yeah, even when the problem is with the beer, it's not the beer itself. <laughs> right, right. What about you, Marco? Well, I so I got into home brewing probably about seventeen years ago, and I got into it because I had in a, a passion for for cooking and and you know just you know being a great home whether it was um uh, a home cook griller smoker uh whether it was putting together you know uh, pizzas from scratch uh with the dough or, or just just from a cooking passion i was like you mean i can make beer and so i started making beer and then the craft breweries started popping up around me and i started going to craft breweries and then as i started going to craft breweries and being a home brewer I finally told my wife, I said, you know what? I need to find a way to be in this business somehow, uh, just somehow in some little way. And so I did. And the hospitality of Steve and Austin at Cellar Dweller, of just welcoming on a home brewer to hang out with them, to learn from them, uh, really just ignited this spark to where, you know, fast forward seven years, not only do... Not only was I working uh, a full-time job and brewing and bartending and hosting a craft beer podcast, co-hosting a craft beer podcast, now I'm full-time in the beer business. And so for me, it was about beer and hospitality. And the, the thing that some of the things that were really cool was getting to go to, you know, Steve would say, all right, well, get in the truck. Let's go. I'm like, what are we doing? Well, not really much here to do let's go uh see so-and-so at whatever brewery and see what they're right. into i want to talk to them and so we we we'd go do that and then uh when steve and austin moved on to the next project and uh cj and i uh cj head brewer at uh, uh salad dweller and then we took on a uh an intern from uh cincinnati state you know cj was out of town i said you know, hey, John, uh, meet me. Let's go. And we went over Chad at Narrow Path or, you know, something like that. And we spent the day, you know, talking about the business, talking about beer, talking about, you know, what what they were into and what they were passionate about. And it just that sort of um, that sort of community that and, and, and passion for beer uh, is what has continued to just really keep me excited uh, and, and, and passionate about this craft beer community. Is it still as fun for both of you guys as it was that day that you got into it? So the uh, day I got into it as far as, like, let's say, quote-unquote professionally? Yeah. Um. It's a tough one. It's it's so much different now for me. 
me personally. Like when we in opened, well, when we opened, I did. I, had, it was, I mean, my partner Ron and I, fifty-fifty partners. Ron basically took care of the front of the house, so uh, staffing with the bar staff. We right. didn't have we didn't have a food truck yet, so there was no food to be involved. Uh, did the marketing, the advertising, all that stuff, and then I right. took care of making sure that the product was made and ready to go and kept up stock. So uh, I I went in every. I think it was. I brewed on Mondays, I kegged on Tuesday, I brewed on Wednesday, I took Thursday off, I kegged on Friday, and then repeat. Right. And then any other time, anything else that had to be done, I found time to do. Where now with an employee, I don't do the, uh, I'm still involved with, I'm still in charge of recipe development. And you don't do the questions. grunt work. That, that's, yes. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's actually a good way to say that. Um, uh, I do. I mean, when I'm there, I help them mash in, which is one of the harder parts of our job at our place, but it's not hard. It's like right. paddling canoe for five minutes. But uh, uh, it, I don't have to. But for me, it's more of a time constraint. Like when you start the brewing process, like from the time you mash in, it, the clock's ticking for the whole right. process. Cause it's all kind of timed and processed right. down. Once you start, you can't just go do something you can't just turn it on to simmer and then go do something else. yeah like i mean you know you can take a break and eat lunch here and there but like again like once you start that process you ha i have to be around for it right and now with, especially since we have the food with the food truck i'm sh i do the shopping for the food truck uh i'm doing uh, more inventory stuff more just managerial stuff i'm more managing now than i am doing right uh i, I am still recipe development uh you know, when Jay has our brewer Jay, when he has questions, you know, he's I'm the one that answers the questions. So uh, is it? Yeah. Is that less fun? No. I, well, no. I actually, it's weird because I think I enjoy it more now, even though it's become more maybe of a tedium. Um, I don't want to make it sound like a bad thing, but if, it's just be, it's become life now after six and a plus years of doing this, right? If you want to, yeah. if you want to just make beer today, you can still go in and hang out and make beer, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like yesterday, I got into work and I helped them mash in for right. the Christmas mood we're making for December, and you know, like uh, the day before, I had to go pick up the, the chocolate from Maverick, and so I'm like, I'm doing, but like for example, on Thursday, I need to get the chocolate to make the beer. Right. Well, if I had to be at work brewing, I couldn't have fine time to go do that. So. Uh, so, so I, I get to go do more. I'm more free now with my time right. than I used to be. Even though I'm have more responsibilities, it's it's very weird, but it's a well, good. It's a I good feel thing. that. How, that's, yeah. that's my. I, I feel how does that? Because yeah. you went directly from making beer. I mean, uh, yes, making beer part time to now managing a tap room full time. Yes. So there's that that joy of being in the business full time, but you're not getting your hands dirty in the same way well i'm not and and the other thing is I, i'm also uh for the full-time job that i had i was i was a, a very uh regimented person I, I knew i i needed to have things done by a certain time and i, I was at work at a certain time and and you know it, it just it it seems like uh in the hospitality industry there's a little more ish in it, mm -hmm. uh, right. <laughs> and so I'm 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 not used to that, and yeah. and and uh, I think my team expects or, or respects the fact that I have a little bit more sort of uh, of a regular cadence, but on the same hand. Uh, There's a lot of easy man. <laughs> well, nobody's ever told me easy man because I'm, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. But there, there is a there is a, a transition into 
I don't need to be as I don't need to be as regimented as I was for my full time job. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And and um, so I'm. By the way, just being here is part of leaning into that uh, for me. And so I I am uh, I am very very. Uh, I'm happy that I get I get to be in this position. I have I'm happy that I'm in this position. Uh, I, w- me being uh, coming from a, a, a the environment, like I got stuff I got to do on Monday, and my deadline's three. My stuff's done by one one fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and so or you can show up at the crack of noon if you want. I can. Yeah, I I, I can. And if, and, you, if you can get it done by three, yeah. as long as I get it done by three. And then any other day than that, I mean, it's like, shit, I could show up at two if I wanted to. I mean, and but 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 um, I I am trying to I'm trying to transition into those gears, mm-hmm. and it, it's. Um, Do you think you're gonna start homebrewing more again? Because you, you know, aren't that's, that's an excellent. That's a great question. That Sorry is an that. excellent yeah. question. For now, no. However, I could see that happening. Now, I, when I was start what, volunteering at other brewers, I mean, what, honestly, that's, that's the, the last thing beer. I want to do right now ever <laughs> is to, homebrew. When I was commercially yeah. brewing, it was a no. Okay, it was like homebrews, no. It's like not it's like gonna, working not at home for not for happening. Five gallons, not <laughs> happening. And and what I would say is for now. I'm not. I'm not for now. However, if if I get into some sort of, um, you know, if if I lean more into this sort of more flexible schedule that I have, could I see myself doing a something that I really really want to have as a home brewer? Maybe, maybe. But honestly, I don't see that happening for a long time. I'd come brew with you, buddy. Thank you, bud. Yeah. Uh, we'd make good beer. I'm telling you. No, I, I, I would not. Uh, I would. Yeah, you could make good beer. I could. Well, all you have to I do can is help just you, I hand some, you things. Put some Pilsner malt in there. Put some water in there. Use a lot of Fuggles, and you'll love it. It's, I probably would. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I, I am to, to go back. I guess to the question that I don't even remember. But it, 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 I, I'm happy. Uh, and I am uh, trying to transition from the the very sort of structured to the hey man this is uh, you're in the beer business you're in the bar business you're in the restaurant industry and uh, you can you can chillax a little bit <laughs> just, just hang out for a minute man yeah and, and <laughs> until, it's not that and, until you can it's not that my it's not that my outward personality was rigid it's mm-hmm. that I was very uh, time regimented I mean, on my tasks. You you are a bit of like a uh, you're you're a little bit of a rigid person, a little bit, but uh, not not yeah. like a not fun way. Like I I, 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 I actually that's the way I think of myself. Yes, is that you're the I'm most a, fun rigid person that I know. Well, thank you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're uh uh you, you're you're uh. I don't know any better way to put it than that. You're just you're the most fun, rigid person that I know. You 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 do things the way you do things, and uh, you don't venture out of that comfort zone very often. <laughs> and I love that about you. <laughs> um, do we? Uh, is there is there anybody here that f- fancies themselves like a uh, a, a beer 
trivia um, expert, maybe somebody that knows a lot about Cincinnati beer. Are you asking? Who are you asking? Uh, just the world. Uh, the oh, pe- oh. Other people can hear us, I think. I mean, uh, oh, that would be interesting. Does Julia know? Hmm. How how good are you with your with your Cincinnati beer trivia? I didn't hear what she said. We have headphones on. Um, can I? Any a thumbs up, a, a thumbs down, or like a middle? I would like to hear the question first before I make a response. Uh, you can't because that would be cheating. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not good under duress. Well, this is definitely under duress because it's a it's a competition. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, how good are you with your uh, Cincinnati beer trivia? In 1795. It's not, no, Cincinnati beer trivia, like <laughs> modern day Cincinnati beer trivia. Oh, okay. Well, let's do you try guys, that. Do you guys want to compete? You and Julia. Julia, get over here. What did he say? I'm trying to read his lips. Julia. Well, that would be funny. Uh, let's let's do some trivia. Um, if you don't want to do it, Andy, I'll do it take, for you. I'm, I'm going to take a break. Be, I'm going to take a break for a second. Okay. But you have to be on that side because you'll be able to see the answers if you're back here. Okay, that, that works. She's on this. Is this, is this mic good for him or you want me to give him mine? Take this one right here, maybe. Just the handset? Um, either, yeah. No. Are those, whatever's more comfortable for you for the headphones, but take that microphone. That microphone, but whatever headphones are most comfortable. Take I, think, I think I like those better. Does that sound all right? Can you hear me talking to you? All right. That's good enough. Uh, Julia, can you hear me talking to you? Yes. Yes, uh, I can. I've got to figure out which microphones are which. I think that's <laughs> this, this one's not working. Six? It's working. Just give me a second, man. Okay, my bad. Hey, all right. you only have like 20 talk, minutes before the... We're all drinking the same beer. Can I use this? You can, sure. but now I just put this... <laughs> talk into that one. Talk into it. Okay. Can I oh. use the stand on that? <laughs> you can use the stand, but that... The, here. So it's, complicated. It's kind of a short stand too, so it won't be able to. We get steal Marcus. It's all right. I'm a short man. <laughs> uh, Teamwork makes the. To make sure work. you guys can't see my answers. I, I, here. I am looking only at Andy. Yes. All right. Uh, now these, some of these are kind of hard questions. Oh I'm, boy, I'm, here we go. I always feel like I'm being clever making tough trivia questions but then i realized nobody's as geeky as i am about this stuff uh so the prize for this um is going to be a gnome swag pack oh no i'm out which is <laughs> behind me somewhere right there it's like that. Hat. Is, it, is it that puppy no it's a hat a bee gnarly hat uh the same one that i'm wearing right here I'm, i think is that what mine says right now yeah, yes. that's, that's, uh, bee gnarly yes. hat and then a glass um, All right. And then uh, we'll throw in a strip of tickets too. So uh, stripper tickets, strip, <laughs> strip of tickets. I, I'd rather have the stripper tickets. That's I right, think, we are. You know, Eric, I feel just like you should be it his is, co-host. It is Northern on like a Kentucky. regular basis. <laughs> I feel like you should be his co-host on a regular basis. Call yeah. me sideshow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to. Uh, hang on, I got to fix Andy's mic here real quick because he's all bassy and. Let's see, that's that. Hello, that's can you go? Good. Talk Hello. for a second for me, Andy. Yeah, I'm talking. Keep talking. Yeah, keep talking. What do you want me to talk about? Now that's real Timmy. I'm working that's on it. That's kind of more like me, nasally. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. Talk, talk. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? That's good. That'll right. work. That's good. a little bit better. Um, okay. 
Well, I have, I have, let's, we're going to structure it this way. I'm going to go back and forth. We're not going to like do buzzers and that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to start with, with Julia okay. uh, because she's the newcomer to uh, the show compared to Andy. He's what? How many episodes? I don't know. Like 37? Uh, 15 maybe, I'm something like there. that. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll get the first pick. I have three categories. Okay? Ooh, okay. You get to pick a question from each of those categories. Um, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong... It'll go to Andy, and then he'll still get to pick his after that. So, okay, okay. Uh, so he gets to answer the question and then pick the next category. Still pick the next category. All right, all right. Uh, all right, so the three categories are beers. Wait, history will be number one, so I don't confuse <laughs> myself. History, beers, or the people. Ooh, okay. all right. And this is uh, fairly... Uh, fairly modern, so we'll say all of these, I think, are uh, in relating to the 90s and on. All right. Uh, Let's... Uh... Oh, wait, wait. I have, oh. I have theme music. Shit, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I planned all this out, you guys. I got to have the theme music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, uh, Trivia with a Gnome. I didn't think long enough to come <laughs> up with a good name for the show. This is Trivia with a Gnome. I'm, I'm, I'm the early gnome. I'm your host. Uh, we've got Julia. Julia, say hi to the people, please. Hi, people. And Andy. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, this is going to be intense. This is the most difficult Cincinnati beer trivia that you have ever encountered. So I hope you are ready. I hope you have done your studying. Uh, I hope you are an expert. Because I think it's the only beer trivia. Um, beer trivia uh, maybe. maybe. There might be somebody else. I don't know. That's just because you're untraveled. Maybe. All right. Julia, you have three categories to pick from, as we just talked about a second ago before I forgot that I have theme music. <laughs> we have history, beers, and the people. And I'm actually going to pull up my phone to pull up my questions so I can hit theme music and stuff way easier. Give me just a second. I'm, I'm new at this. It's like you're, it's like you're a darn Generation Z. What is that even? What is Generation Z? Is that That's the one below Millennials. No, There's they got rid else? of Generation Z. Yeah. It's now just Millennials. Oh, God. oh, what's oh the no, new no. One? It is the one. You're right. It generation is the one after. Y yeah, is generation the, Y is Millennials. Generation Z is the new one. The ones that are like on they didn't that thing all the time. Why? <laughs> We're all on that thing all the time. <laughs> well that's, said. What, that's what well they said. called them for a while. It was Generation Y. Because well, it was then, after us. Then the Millennials. Yeah. I'm the end of the X. So are you. Yeah, I'm like three years short, two years short. Yeah, I'm yep. two years short. 79, I think. So I'm trying to figure out what mics what? are up and which ones aren't. That one's down right now. I'm down. No, now you're up. I can be down. That's no, fine. it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to figure out. Down the clown. Uh, <laughs> Julia, which category are you picking first? Uh, let's do the beers. The beers. All right. So, uh, fittingly enough, we're here at Braxton. Um, Braxton has released one and only one, as far as I know, so maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am, though. Only one 12-ounce bottle in their time. What is that one release? You have, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or something. It's not even multiple choice? No. Man. I told you it's going to be tough. 12-ounce bottle. I I will say that I have no idea, so I'm just looking up at what's currently up there. Birdie. It's not here now. I know. I know. I got nothing. All right. All right. You got nothing. So pass it over to Andy. Do you know the answer to this? If, if I'm guessing, it's it's some dark charge. Figure. No, it's a 12-ounce bottle. They didn't, well, they did that. Uh, they did this 16-ounce or pint. No, no. no. Dark charge. 12-ounce. 12 12-ounce 12 bottle. Only one of them. I have no idea. Goodness. 
Is that a hard question? Do you know the answer? Truth. No. Does anybody know yes. the answer to that? The, the answer is it was the shipment of bottles they got in when they couldn't get the other no, ones. No, no, they no, got no, by no. So, and they put something in it. Any, is there anybody here in the room that knows the answer to the one 12-ounce bottle that has been released here at Braxton? No, nobody? nobody can hear you, really. Uh, probably not. That's okay. There's a couple people looking at me like they can hear me that I'm talking. Uh, and can hear you. It was called 66 Pearl. Uh, collaboration with Kroger. Ah, it was like a uh, sixty-six pearl. You like didn't know that Belgian, either. Belgian strong <laughs> ale, something like that. No, Belgian something. Oh wow! I've never heard. Sounds like Marco got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Andy. This is your question now. You have three categories: of history, beers, or the people. Uh, let's go with the people. The people. Let the people known for a thousand. All right. Let me find uh, you a good, good one that I people. think that. Uh, Man, all right. So, this female majority owner of a Cincinnati brewery went from growing mushrooms in her backyard to feeding goats. I believe that's Betty Ballas, no? Oh. Ah, I believe that. You're right. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> nice. All right. Point well for Andy. If he, if he didn't know her name but knew who she was, could he, he have described a, her? No, it's called the people. You have to know the people. You have to <laughs> know their name. That's the whole point of the category. It couldn't have been like Bob's wife and Fibonacci? No. Okay. No, especially not with Betty. You cannot be known as somebody's wife. <laughs> it's a fun fact. I'm going there tomorrow. Are they're, yes. they're, um And what's that thing called tomorrow? The farmers market. The farmers. And, I still have uh, never been to one of their farmers yeah. markets. Yeah, it's a good time. If you, um, I, if you their, listen their last to the, one is in November. That's right. If you listen to our calendar episodes, you would know that. Well, I, mean, I know it's there. Did, did you say <laughs> that he was going? Is that in your calendar? Is that Andy? No, will be it, there? actually, yeah. Listen <laughs> and yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, and find out who's going to all these events. It's all amazing. Right. Uh, Julia, your pick. Uh, history, beers, or the people? Let's try history. History. Uh, it's a tough one. You keep picking really tough I ones know, here. I know, I uh, know. What is the oldest currently operating brewery in Cincinnati? Let me clarify this. The oldest currently operating brewery in Cincinnati. And you know my definition of Cincinnati. Uh, brewery that has been operating as that brewery. Is that, is that clarified enough? Not a place that closed and reopened, and reopened or something okay, else. Okay. Currently operating under this been, under the same, same name that same is name, a, same okay. same name. Yep. Would that? Well, I was gonna say Moreline, but they've kind of changed over. Um, Sam Adams. They're not really Cincinnati, but no, 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 no. That, that's a good guess because they're in a very how? old brewery. But no, uh, that is that is not correct. Passes over to you, Andy. Oldest currently operating brewery. Rivercast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is ridiculous. They're gone. No, I, 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 that's not even what I meant. Can I, I make a guess? guess. Uh, it's Miller, guys. Miller. Miller opened up in Trenton in, uh, in Trenton. 19... God, they are Where's so Trenton? mad at you right now. That is nowhere near Everyone is looking at you so mad. I asked if you knew my definition of what I consider Cincinnati. Oh, my God. Okay, so when the Trenton Brewcast comes out. Yes, when the Trenton Brewcast. I'm afraid you're going to spill my beer with that microphone. I'm not going to spill your beer. I was actually going to say 
I was going to oh. say Sam Adams because that made the most sense. Sam yeah, Adams is close, the but, they, but then I was going to say Mount Carmel. Sam Adams yeah. opened like but. three years after Miller did, though. Okay. So okay. it's okay. But Miller's Trenton. still considered so, in, so in since, Greater Cincinnati too. In, in my in my bubble, yes. So okay. since I was closest without going over, do I get the point in the Price is Right no. terms? No, nobody gets a point Damn on that it. one. Worth the, sh- the shot, Andy. It's, it's your pick now. History, beers, or the people? Let's go with beers. Mm. All right. I, I don't know if you're going to get this one. Uh, well, we'll try. <laughs> uh, Streetside Brewery over on the East End. You're familiar with them. You've heard yes. of them. Uh, they have released one and only one beer in a 12-ounce can. Oh, my God. What was that beer? Uh, Come on. These are good trivia questions. Yeah, but Demigorgon something or other? <laughs> <laughs> They've never released a Demogorgon in a 12-ounce can. No, yeah, I know. No. All right, passes over to Julia. Uh, just make a make a make another good guess. Come on. Uh, one of the um, what are they called? The one-hit wonders. They've always done these in crowlers. Those aren't. No, come on. Oh, was come it on. the was it the Christmas Return of the Mac? No, that was a 16-ounce can. Was it the Return of the Mac Christmas Ale? We're out of time. It, it was it was the 12-ounce monster. It was the original uh, Raspberry Beret. Damn the it, very I was th- first I was beer they put out in packaging was in a 12 went, ounce no, can, no and then from that day on, everything was either in bottles or 16 ounce. But, man, I thought you guys were better what, than this. What prize do you I, get for I, knowing I this? I told shit. you. I, just, I feel like I should <laughs> get the prize. Probably should. Hey, I got one point. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, so far, you're winning. At least you got a point. There are some easier questions there. You just have to pick the right categories. Uh, Julia, your pick, I believe. Which which category has the easiest question in it? Um, I think <laughs> history. I, don't know if that's a fair I, thing I think the the people is probably the easiest in my mind. All right, let's go for the people. All right, the people for one point. <laughs> I need a name, first and last, of the founder and the original head brewer of Mount Carmel Brewing Company. Oh, God damn it! I don't know this. Uh, there is no way that Andy does not. Get, you, I, I can't think of his last oh, name. Oh, man. I need both, first and last. I'm throwing it over to Andy. Oh, man. God. I know. It's one of those. I know as soon as I hear it, it'll be like, yeah, of course, gonna, but it's, gonna... I'm under duress. I can't do this. Yeah. I don't test well. <laughs> that ticking is duress. It is yeah, awful. It is. It is. It's aw- uh, Couldn't you add that in post? Come on. I could, I but it's way more fun this way. <laughs> Mike, uh, no, it's. Mm, I'll give you a little bit. You're close. I know. Close, I know. Close, I know. Close, I know. Uh, Just throw out any name. All right. All right. Uh, no, it's Mike, Mike Cicinero. It's, it's yeah. Mike Dewey. Yeah, Mike that's Dewey. what it is. Come on, I, guys. I, it was on the. My goodness. I thought it was Mr. Carmel. Mr. Carmel. <laughs> I know it was Mike. Not I to be confused with his last name, so. All right, so Sorry, still Mike. winning with one point. Yeah, Andy, it's, it's now your pick. Uh, history, <laughs> beers, people, or the people. The people, all right. This is, this is, this is shameful. I, I feel. It is. I can't believe I really you feel like this. this is. But this is also like when you make that trivia question thing and everybody shows up and no one gets any questions right. You got yeah. one question. And then it'll come back next week. I just, yeah. I, all right. I feel like this is an easy one. I feel from the bottom of my heart that this is easy. Uh, this brewery owner... Once almost burned to a crisp on Interstate 71. Oh, oh come on! I don't know it's his been name. on the show. We they told the story. Oh the... my God! What is his name? Oh my goodness, guys! Uh, 
the oh, I'm not going to give you any hints because you're winning. <laughs> I'll give you one little bonus time. We're going to say Randy Schultz just for the no, hell of he's it. He's never. Well, he might have burnt to a crisp or almost burnt to a crisp, but not that that I know of. He's not the the famous one. <laughs> Julia, this passes on to you. This brewery owner almost burnt to a crisp on 71, and you can see Wait. the evidence of that. At his brew pub now. I was gonna say, hang out and have a beer. Fifty West. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Bobby. Bobby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Slatter. Shit. I know that. Slatter shit is not the answer. Woo! We got one. We are tied. <laughs> tied for one. Oh, wow. I'm like, I hear I'm like, I know it's Fifty West. What is the there name? There we go. Bobby Slatter. He uh, the oh, yeah, in the in the bus. Yeah, in the VW bus. bus yeah. fire, and he almost yeah. uh, burnt to a crisp. See, this is what happens when you throw me into these situations. <laughs> <laughs> and it is now Julia's pick. To uh, you could take the lead here. You could, I know, you could pass him right up and. Uh, what category down. do you want? Uh, History, the beers, or the people? Let's try the beers again. All right, the beers. Let's try it. Um, oh, this is a good one, especially considering some stuff that's happened recently. But uh, this former Oktoberfest season staple was often served with a pickle juice squirt right into your glass. And it made perfect sense that it was. My goodness. I know this what one. is wrong with the world around me? It's the freaking ticking. That's what's wrong with the world around you. Um, this could not get any worse. No. I'm just going to say Sam Adams Oktoberfest just be, just to say something, but no, I don't no, know. No, it's a turn for the worst. It is the turn for the worst oh, from Blank Slate. Uh, one of my favorite beers. If you liked that beer, get over to Paradise right now, if they still have it now. Uh, they have a beer on called uh, Sausage Fest. Uh, <laughs> of hats off to the name for the beer, but uh, it is a sausage spiced Oktoberfest, and you can get it with a squirt of pickle juice. Uh, so, Andy, you are now definitely in the lead. Two to yes. one. Feels and, like a soccer and, match here. And, most or, <laughs> and, uh, or hockey. Or hockey, yeah. yeah. Or hockey. We are playing by golf rules. It goes, the lower the score, the goes better. Goes to you. Goes to you. All right. Um, we have uh, history, beers, and people. Beers again. Okay. This is the beers. last question under the beers. Uh -oh. Ooh, this is a, this is another good one. This was a this was one of the. Uh, one of the beers that I remember buying and then uh, and drinking while I was homebrewing one of my first batches. Um, not that that helps you guys with the answer at all. Uh, this bottle-conditioned English Mild was the first beer released from Listerman Brewing Company, and it was in 22-ounce bottles only. I know this it's a, you I have do, to know the name know of the beer. One. I, I do, and it, it's going to drive me crazy because I actually bought it. There's some rhyming in the name. I'll give you that hint. Uh, you see, You're running out of time. It, I'm not going to get it. Is it rhyming or alliteration? Rhyming. Okay. Julia, the goes on to you. You could tie this up right now. English mild. Rhyming mild. You could probably guess and, and at least make a good stab Listerman's at it. Listerman's wild mild. <laughs> She got it. <laughs> Are you serious? You Wild me? Mild by Listerman. Was it fermented with Britannum? Hell yeah. That's <laughs> no, awful. it wasn't. It was fine. <laughs> well, it, it, ah, so it unlike was if you reason. held it for a little it was, bit. It was <laughs> not that I ever tried. Although I was, I was well, a, I'm thinking oh it was early in my It was their yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. I think a wild yeast and a wild mild. One of my favorite beers was Julia, you get another pick here. We are out of questions under the beers. So it is now... 
just history or the people. I have one more under the people. Let's clear out the people. All right, clear out the people. That didn't sound right. Clear but, them know. out. I can find a way. <laughs> Emptied the bar. We are drinking uh, beer. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a Cincy Brewcast I... trivia question. There have been two guests, only two, that have appeared in every single season of Cincy Brewcast. Name, name one of them. Can I just say Andy? You can say that if that's your answer. What's his, what's the full name? I don't think it's Andy. I don't. Well, they're always Andys. That's the only reason that I'm saying that. Ah, everyone's Andy. Everyone's There's a Andy. Lot of that's, that's a lot of Andys. All the Andys. Shoot. Out of time. Goes over to Andy. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually two gonna, guests. I'm gonna uh, say you gotta get one of them. I'm gonna say Andy Foltz and possibly Evan. Every season. Every season. Oh no, you wouldn't know him that early. Um, you would have known better. <laughs> I'm going to say Evan for sure. Evan, Evan from here. And, and, uh, nope. No, I guess. no, there was one I'm season gonna, of Evan. It, isn't it Sean? I'm no. going to say it's Brett. Uh, Brett is definitely one of them. The other one would be Garrett over at Streetside, huh. uh, no. which actually I didn't realize. I, I I had Brett written down, and I was going through my notes. Garrett. And I was like, whoa, shoot, Garrett, Garrett's been on every season. You yeah. guys were doing lots of seasons right. before they were even thinking of being on. That's weird. Yeah, but he was at uh, Mount Carmel, wasn't he? He was at, no. Oh, okay. he, he, was, he brewed a little bit at Rivertown, um, yeah, but at they Rivertown. made, the, the reason they never heard snuck their way in there is that he made an appearance, him and I think both of his parents, uh, when we were here for the holiday beer extravaganza, they jumped on for a couple minutes on that episode for a couple. Huh. So they, he's been on every single. That's not one that I would have guessed. For, I, I for everyone on right. Patreon, you just missed the Brewhouse Dog Bones guy juggling. Woo. <laughs> nice. What was he it's not, as, it's not as fun because I right? don't have a Patreon. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Juggling dog bones? So what's what's no, our score? Has somebody been keeping math? It's two to two. Two to two. So this is this is Anyone's the last game. this is the last round, guys. Um, the final <laughs> countdown. <laughs> you could you could wrap this up. You can't actually win it here because he would still get a shot. But uh, this could be the end of it. This is the final round for all of the tickets and the gnome swag pack with a hat and a glass. Um, would you like, uh, let's see, uh, all we have history is, or history. yeah, all we have is history. Yeah. You ready for this? Is this helping yes, the uh, suspense? No, not at all. All right. <laughs> uh, this brewery was not only one of the first brew pubs in the city, but it was one of the first in the country to be located in a shopping mall. And I actually think this might have been eighties, so I might have lied to you guys. Okay, yeah. I know I have one kid. It's a very tough one. You gotta do yeah. a little digging to, to learn about this place. The, uh, the, probably street side. The person who was brewing there now owns a distillery over uh, over in Saint Bernard. I don't, you're not you're not gonna get it. You're thinking too hard. Probably. Passes over to you, Andy. I, I'm just going to guess at Barrel House. I'm not a no, 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 no. This is a place called... You, you got to guess? Oh, no. Go ahead. It's called Wallaby Bob's. No, I wasn't going to guess. I know. Yeah. Was, I was going to say maybe shit. Main Street. It was or, located uh, in bottom. Forest Fair Mall. It was only open for about six months. Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, that's, that's that was a tough one. All that right. is very uh, random. That's yeah. crazy. All right. Yeah. This is the last question. This How far was it from Stephen Barry's? 
it was in the food court. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> wait a minute. Like right across. Wait a minute. Oh, so you <laughs> can get some, some in the food court. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bourbon Andy. chicken. You want sample right. bourbon chicken? <laughs> right, right next to Sabaros. You could. Uh, I don't think Force Fair ha- ever had a Sabaros. They were too, uh, too. Uh, that wasn't, weird a, for that, that wasn't a real food word then. Sabaros was in Northgate could, Mall. Thank you very much. You could take this. Yeah, we'll this see. Is, this <laughs> is for you to win or lose. Um, or both. This is our final question. I have, and I have two questions. I can choose. You want to pick A or B? Let's go with B. B. All right. Good choice. No, that's the harder one. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> which year? I need a year. From 1990 until the present, had the most brewery openings in the city. And you know my definition of Cincinnati, yeah, right? I so do. we're talking 40 ish miles ish. Uh, what year? Cleveland to Nashville, basically. A bonus point if you can get how many there were that year. I'm not going to go that. You don't need I, to. I, I'm one point guess. to win it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 2015. That is close, but unfortunately. So here it is, Julia. You could take this. All of it rests on your shoulders. You could win the coveted gnome pack, a hat and a glass, and get a strip of tickets to drop into any one of these things that you want to win. Um, What year? 1990 to present. The most openings in the city. Go with your gut. My gut says 2019, but I don't think no, that's I right. No, I wouldn't do that. Don't go with your gut. Don't, don't, don't go with your gut. Ignore your gut. Go earlier than that, slightly. <laughs> well, you said 2015, 16 was close. So 2017? She nailed it. 2017, there were 15, 15 breweries that opened in the city. In order to actually win, you have to name all 15. Oh, shit. No, I'm, nope, I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> Yeah, I opened an AC. Thanks for playing, guys. Thanks to our winner, Julia, for nailing uh, trivia. And I say, by she only got like what three, three points. <laughs> My goodness gracious, guys! I, I thought you were going to be better at this. But I learned a lot. Uh, why? Why? Are you I want to know why. No, no. He asked me if I opened in 2017, and I said, no, I opened I in 2018. Did. I started construction in 17. I thought uh, you were about a year off. But, but my business started in 2011. My, that doesn't count. We had a lot of health issues in between then and now. Well, thanks for playing, guys. We are, uh, we're about out of time because we've got uh, a band ready to start setting up, so we have to start hauling stuff around and, uh, and, and, and moving things all over the room. So uh, thanks for playing, guys. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on Cincy Brewcast. This is, um, uh, it was a very different episode from what you could normally expect from the show, but uh, we always kind of just drink beer and talk about whatever fun comes up. So uh, if you're not already subscribed, subscribe. Um, yeah. And if you if you think that I'm extremely talented and that you want to help me out in my quest to uh, um, share craft beer knowledge with the world, go to the gnarlygnome.com slash support, and you can do that. My wife likes it. I don't know where she went. <laughs> She's right over there. She got, she got so mad that uh, I'm not making enough money with this podcast that she left. <laughs> so, go I got the, your next beer, <laughs> Mrs. Gnome. <laughs> go to the gnarlygnome.com slash support and help my wife because uh, I'm here to help she's your wife very patient. <laughs> with her beer. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week. I, I don't know what we're no. talking about next week, but it is safe to say that whatever we are talking about, it's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be with amazing people like everybody that sat down with us today. So uh, thank you guys for uh, continuing on this journey with us. Thank you for everybody. Me. All right. Thank you. Drink You're a welcome. big sis. Cheers. Cheers, Prost, everyone. However you want to, uh, to cheers. Uh, to Mike. To Mike. To Mike. Mike.